All right, y'all, we're back for our Honey Squad edition, I think 11. Wow. I think if we do one more, then that's a season. What? And then we move to season two. Shut the front door. Shut the front door, season two. I can't believe we've gotten this far. Yeah. <laughs> and we're monetized. <laughs> I know. Sure. <laughs> so tonight, y'all, we have a special message for you before we get started. And unfortunately, I can't play it on my phone, but my girl, Keisha, sends this to me once a year. And I think everybody needs a Keisha in their life because literally, I don't know if she just knows when people are going through stuff, but she has like the perfect timing to pop up and send things and be like, you know what? I got you, boo. Even if I'm like stressed out and I've got something going on, I am here for you. So everybody needs a Keisha in their life. And I wish I could clone her so we could all have our own personal cases. I gotcha. Yes. Because, you know, I'm going to tell you, and I am the world's worst um, at that, Kelly, because, you know, everybody's busy. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got, like you said, everybody's got their own stuff. And I never know when the right time is. Yeah. And sometimes, every now and then, I'll wake up and be like, send a message, I love you, I just wanted you to know and have a great day. Yeah. I'll, I'll send out like that to like my mom, my aunts. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, that's just what I feel. But then sometimes, you know, I, I think I need that. I need to be, I don't know if I need to be that person. I want to be that person. Or just go with it. Yeah. So I have a hard time remembering to do it too. And sometimes I'm just like, God, you could do so much better. Like you should keep up with people so much better than you do. Yeah. It sucks when you have kids and life gets busy and you've always got something going on. But then I look at Keisha who's taking care of both of her parents and she's always got something going on and I'm just like, you just don't have an excuse. Right. There's So it's just like, I've got to do better. <laughs> I know. Because, you know, with you, with the kids, and you're trying to get your brokerage out, I mean, and just like, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hopefully we have the most understanding friends ever. We do. We yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I have a friend that, you know, I may not talk to you, I might even talk to you every two months. Yeah. But, you know, if you need me, I'm there. Yeah. And when you do talk, it's just like you pick it right back up. You do. Yeah. So, real quick, we are going to play this for you. Um, all you mamas out there, if you're on the struggle bus, you've got something going on, we're just going to go ahead and cover it real quick. We are going to be y'all's Keisha tonight. Yes. With this message. Let me try. Let me go back. Here. So, if you're not a mother, please continue to scroll. I don't know who this is, but girl. Scroll and enjoy your For You page. Now that we're alone, how are you? Did you get any sleep last night? I know you're worried. There's so much pressure on you right now. I feel it too. But I want you to know that you're not alone. We're in this together. And you know what? We're going to get through this. And I know nobody checks on you because you're so strong, but I just want you to know that I'm here. I'm here for you, sis. Keep going. You're amazing, and I appreciate you. So we as the Honey Squad should make a pledge to check in on our squad yeah. on occasion. We, do. we need to, like seriously. Because like I said, I... 
and like not the best. Well, too, that's part of like, you know, starting the Facebook page and just like, hey, is there anything you guys want to talk about? If anybody ever has something going on and they just want to message us, just to have somebody to talk to, message us. We both can get on there. It doesn't, and you might be getting advice from both of us, you know, in one day. Mm -hmm. We'll let you know who you're talking to. But Most always definitely. feel free to reach out to us if you need some mom support. Most definitely. We'll get back to you. Maybe not immediately. We'll get back to you. That's what we do because we, we as moms, we really need to support each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what I have come to realize that I have with you. Yeah. I have your support. Yep. And that means a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have my parents and I have my sister and I have my family. But then, you know, some days they just don't understand because yeah. you are at a place where, let me phrase it, I'm at a place where you are where I'm trying to get there. You know what I'm saying? You've had... You know, Xander and Sophie is, yeah. and Xander is two years older than Zarian. Yeah. So I'm definitely trying to get there. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a work in progress. It truly Girl, is. Girl, I'm just trying to get to, um... Look at me. Just watch her. My son is cooking tonight. Cooking dinner. But, yeah, it's always a work in progress. And all kids are different, so... It's just... It's, it's tough being a mom. It is. It's rewarding, but it's tough. And speaking of that, tonight we decided that we would talk about, well, first thing before we do, Mallory, Sophie's friend, I like to call her Mau Mau, asked if anybody wanted us to talk about anything. And Mallory said, we should talk about um, raising, mama's raising their boys right. Because the girls right now are having such difficult times with the guys. I totally forgot about that until just now it popped in my head and I was like, all right, Mau Mau wanted me to talk about that. Mau Mau doesn't have kids yet. We can definitely talk about that. Yeah. But um, just real quick before we start talking about our nightly topic. Yeah. Um, Mallory, girl, I don't know what to say for you because I can't raise the world of men. Neither can Lucretia. Um, but if the moms are listening, the best thing that we can do is make sure that we model and our husbands model or the fathers try to model how to treat women, how to be respectful to women. I know with my son, I tell him all the time, you better not be grabbing asses. You better not be objectifying women. You get to know her first and, you know, see where the road takes you, but don't be a, a, a douchebag to her. Yeah, I agree because I'm going to tell you, because this is going to, again, we keep going back to different topics. But do you remember a few weeks ago when we interviewed the boys? Yeah. And I asked Zarian how would he like to model his relationship? Mm -hmm. And he said he would like to model it more after the way his dad's relationship with you is. Yeah. And that's great. But my, and I think I should have elaborated with Zarian a little bit more. I wanted to know if he, I should have asked him, did he know how to treat a woman? Yeah. That's what I should have asked. Him. Yeah. I should have asked him, does he know how to make sure that she's okay? How do you make sure that she's safe? She's protected. All those things that you look for in a partner. Mm -hmm. You know, most girls today, and I find that, Kelly, I think we they look at TV and they mm -hmm. see everybody's, you know, balling and flexing. And they look, they look past the little guy. Yeah. The guy who don't have any money. The guy who works 80 hours a week. The nice guy. The nice guy who's still... You know, trying to put forth the effort and be a gentleman. Mm -hmm. They look for the ballers who, you know, have all the money, have mm -hmm. everything. The bad boy. The bad boy. Yeah. The thug. And, you know, they look for those because they want the excitement. They want the money. They want the, the, the items. They, you know, 
But you and I think sometimes they seek out the drama. I think that I do think, and so y'all know I've said it. I think it was either last podcast or the one before. I said before I am a girl's girl, but I will point out when women are doing things wrong as well. Right. And me, for example, I will say that I have, I've dated the bad boy before and it was because I wanted that drama for some reason, like the excitement of the drama at that point in time made it worth it. Now I'm at a point in time in my life where it's just like, I, I'm not going to fight. I don't want the drama. Like if you're going to bring that drama up in here, don't affect my peace, get the heck out. But I do think that in a lot of ways, some girls do look for that bad boy because there's something about that fight that makes them feel important. And that has nothing to do with the boy. It has everything to do with the girl. You're right. And I think that the girl needs to reevaluate what's important to her in her life and how she loves herself before she starts dating guys. And she has to evaluate when she does love herself, what is she willing to put up with? You're right. And if you're not willing to put up with the bad boy, then bypass the bad boys. Yeah. Because not all moms are going to be on top of their sons trying to teach them how to treat women right because typically you're on top of your daughters trying to make sure they don't get pregnant yeah so <laughs> with boys it's just kind of like free reign and i know with xander right now i feel bad for him because super handsome kid i mean he's my son so of course i'm gonna think he is but i do he is a handsome kid and he is a really nice guy and he's in high school and you know he's asked a girl out and she turned him down and you know she talks about him all the time and he's the nice guy Xander is the nice guy but right now in high school girls don't want the nice guy they don't so he's going to strike out unless he just finds himself a special one they girls don't understand so much how to love themselves so they're not going to look for the guy that's really just going to worship the ground that they walk on they think that they want that but they're going after the wrong guys they're going after the guys that either they think that they can fix or if they can get the attention of the guy who is the bad boy that goes after all the girls and they feel special because he looked at her. You're right. And they're basing their self-worth off of what a boy thinks of them. And that's where the problem starts, in my opinion. You're right. And you know what? I'm going to tell you, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I'm I am too. <laughs> I am 1,000% guilty of that. And you know what? And it wasn't so much, and I'm speaking for me. It wasn't so much as he was the bad boy, but it was just like, he was not what I was used to. Yeah. I was used to nice men who who made sure that, you know, I was well taken care of. Not saying that I'm a gold digger, but... She gets money <laughs> and I'm a need. Yeah, she trifling for me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm used to, I was used to men, like, um, men, you know, making sure that, you know, I had gas, they would pump my gas, mm -hmm. you know, things like that, things that I needed, make sure, like, there was times that I didn't have a whole lot of money, that make sure I had a little money in my pocket. Yeah. That's what I was used to. Yeah. And I thought with that last one, that that was the same guy, he was a little bit dangerous. Mm -hmm. So it was a little exciting. A little exciting, but that's not what I got. That's when I got his representative. Yes. Again, I got his representative what he needed me to see in order to hook me in. Right. I love that too. The whole, I got his representative. Yes. That is, I've never heard that before you. And I think that is such a perfect way yeah. to describe narcissistic men. Yes. But yeah, I got his representative. And then once I got the real him, I didn't like it. Yeah. Because if you know me, I don't smoke. I drink occasionally mm -hmm. during podcast. Uh, 
right? I drink. Like a night, like but as night. far as that, that's all that I do because, you know, and, and like I told Zarian, you know, I'm forever looking for a job. And, you know, everybody drug tests everybody these days. Right. So I'm forever looking for a job. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I don't even partake, partake in yeah. because I never know when I'm going to need a job. And I ain't got 30, 60, however long it takes you to dry out. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for that. Yeah. And I can't come home and ask Zarian. Well, see, what you do is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> look, I look, can't ask Zarian. Here, pee in this bottle for me, son. Right. So, now you're, you're going to have to keep it warm. <laughs> you got some big knockers. You could just, like, set it in your cleavage and it'll stay warm. Girl, <laughs> I, I'm afraid. I'll be afraid it got. It will get on me. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I ain't got time for that. But that's what I was. It, he was exciting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that excitement got me in a world of trouble. Yeah. But. You know, sometimes you have to look for the the guy who is just average Joe. Yeah, yeah. I would like the I would like the one with money, but I just need a plain old average Joe. They're the ones out there that are begging to be loved too. Yes. And when you get average, said average De- Joe, he is literally like your dream come true. For real. I mean, he's the one that comes to your rescue when you need it, makes you feel loved. Um, which, I mean, you should be able to make yourself feel love too. I mean, I'm a big proponent for self-care and self-love. Right. But I'm here to tell all you ladies, there are good guys out there. And I know that these days, because of social media, because of things that you see on TV, because of how people are raised, and because there is a culture of parents that don't pay attention and don't instill these values, um, there are probably just as many who are instilling them, but we're not seeing these guys because they're not answering our heart's needs. No. And we don't, sometimes we don't understand what our heart needs until yeah. we learn how to love ourselves. But I'm going to tell you, I think it's just the nature of the boys today. And I'm going to speak yeah. on this because I literally, literally, I sat there and was talking to my cousin on Saturday. Was it Saturday? No, it's either Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it was Saturday. We were talking, and she's got a 17-year-old son. And she was telling me that he has a few girlfriends, and he doesn't stay in any type of relationship. He doesn't He doesn't claim anyone. Yeah. And I wonder where that comes from, why that's a thing for most boys. Because, and I think, and I'm speaking for me, I think they've been, you know, they reached, you know, they approached the girl and they didn't give him any any attention. Yeah. Way back when, so that just burned him. Yeah. But like my little cousins, there he's just like he don't have no girlfriend. He's a friend. That's a friend. That's a girl. Yeah. That's it. That's Xander friend zone. No, that's for him. She's she's not my. He has a girl that wants to be his girlfriend. But no, that's just his. This this is his friend. That's a girl. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have a girlfriend. Yeah. And that's just the way he thinks. Yeah. Because, in fact, her, his mom and I were talking because I was like, well, what do you do? She was like, I need you to figure out how to fix this. I was like, well, do you want it like this? Because, for instance, you know, I have my child. Yeah. Who is the sweetest kid in the world. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like some girl is going to take advantage of that because he is oh, kind-hearted. Yeah. He is kind-hearted. He's giving. He's loving. He's open he he will he loves to make you smile mm-hmm. and i feel that some heifers gonna come and take advantage of that and i gotta go beat her up and that's why we have each other's backs because that's xander and zarian both yes so we gotta have each other's backs 
Right, because she. But was the like, boys will have to have each other's backs yeah, too. Because she was like, I would much rather have that than what I got. Yeah. Right. Right. I was like, well, I think at, at this point in time, because I think I'd rather have the opposite. Yeah. But I don't want that for him because we, Darren and I, had talked a few months ago because he said that I asked him. I said, you know, we're talking about this girl in particular. He's like, he doesn't want to be known as a player. Yeah. He wants to be known as a good guy. And so that way people don't look at him that way. Right. That's how, I mean, that's how it should be. So you're doing a good job, mama. Yeah, I do. But then again, I, I, I'm afraid of him getting hurt. And then I get oh, angry. Well, yeah. We're, our boys are going to get hurt. I know. It's going to happen. I remember one time. and I'm a, I'm We a, just have to prepare them. Okay. Yeah. I can't tell the story. No. We'll tell it on the next one when he's we not here. We will not tell it on the next one. <laughs> but you ain't going to listen to it. I don't don't like the fact when somebody hurts my baby because he is a good kid. Yeah. Every, like, I'm not just saying that it's just your family. Like, everybody in your family dotes on him. Yeah. Everybody thinks he's a good kid. Like, for instance, this past Sunday, my aunt was like, oh my gosh, I hadn't seen him in so long. He's a preteen. And mama was like, no, he's a teenager. She's like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen him. Yeah. And so he's just getting, he's just growing up and he's so handsome. And I'm not just saying it because it's my child, but yeah. you know he is a good kid. Yeah, I don't. I've had one issue. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. One issue, <laughs> but that's yeah, that's it. It's, it's gonna happen. Sorry. If I could just get him to do his homework, but that's that's minor. Yeah, you know he doesn't get into trouble. He doesn't do anything. He's just my kid. Yeah, he wants to do the right thing. Yeah. And that's what's important. And it would be great if all guys were like that. But I think that, I think the reason why they have like so many side chicks is because they like the attention. I think it's an attention thing. All right. We got, he, he's okay. tapping in. They're like, I don't, I don't like the idea of having like multiple people involved because. That's too much to handle. No. One woman's no. enough. No. I love one person. One person. I don't, I didn't love said person. You don't need to love multiple people. Well, what Okay. Well, dude, you'll be legal here pretty soon, and I can guarantee there's going to be a lot of women who are ready for somebody who's just going to love one person, and we will help you interview them. Yeah. Because no, they've got to. They've got to get past. Go through mama. the interview process. They've got to get past mama. Yeah. Oh, like I should be able to be first, then y'all. No, I think what we're going to do is I'm going to be the first person they come to, and if they can pass my interview. Then they'll go to their second interview with your mom. <laughs> and your mom's going to further weed them out until mm-hmm. we have nobody. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, I don't... This is how I see it, right? I don't want my significant other to also like someone else. You can't control that. You can't that's control the thing. thing. I don't want to. That's their decision. Whatever mm-hmm. they do is what they do. You sound like your dad right now. That's fine. That's good. CJ Jr. That is some shit CJ Jr. Like, whatever they want to do, that's fine. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But like, me mentally, I, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't think of someone else other than them. That's, <laughs> I hope it stays like that. Um, I, I just can't. Yeah. Like, quit, quit throwing your specifications out here, but let's just talk about the real. So, well, I'll tell you what I told Xander. Once he, what's his willy? Mm-hmm. That's going to change everything. 
Same goes for you. It is going to change everything. Once some hormones get kicked in and you see what's up with all that, I mean, I hope it don't. I know. But there's there's something about that, especially for guys. I know. I mean, I that mean, they just want it's like you know, eating the the wheel of cheesecake and trying to figure out which one's the best one. I know. I'm gonna taste this one. Just Try so y'all know, it. it's the brownie one. <laughs> but seriously, like you're gonna go through that phase where, and, it, and it's okay. But in the long run, you only want one person, and you know what? You you have to you have to put yourself out there, and, and a lot of and a lot of times. Most women don't want to put yourself out there, or most guys put themselves out there, and then they get one who's been used and abused, mm-hmm. and it's hard for them to get through. So that was at the beginning of modern CJ's relationship. That was us, because you know I, my first husband had several affairs. Um, my second one just abandoned us out of nowhere right. after gaslighting and treating us like shit for so long. Yeah, and so. I knew that he loved me, and I knew that he loved only me, but still there's that, like, you know, abandonment, like, trauma in the back Mm -hmm. of your head where you're just like, but can I trust him? Right. And so that's a very real answer because that does happen. And so that's where I think when I say we have to know how to love ourselves Mm -hmm. to be able to get past stuff like that. Right. And to be able to find the right guy and be able to accept him for who he is and be okay with it. Right. And I'm going to tell you, I was talking to um, one of my ex-boyfriends not too long ago and check your stuff for me. and he was saying that thing that he, what he liked about me is I never tried to change him Yeah, I never tried to change him I wanted him to be himself because I didn't want him to try and change me right so that was one of the things that I looked for somebody who wasn't trying to change me mm-hmm. and with that I found somebody in the past who tried to change me mm-hmm. and it didn't work oh by the way I looked up your guy finally uh-huh. I didn't find anything on him so I don't know if that's real or not but I didn't find not Jack Squat I got you so <laughs> okay bring it here but um that's fine yeah yeah that's fine um you know it's you know, I'm just, I'm okay. It's just one of those things that, like I said, the last one did try to change me. And then I think he was just lacking with the family. Well, I think, like, everybody knows this. I think we're all told this at least one point in time in our life. You can't change anybody. You can only change yourself. Right. But as often as you hear that, it is hard to put that in play when you find somebody that you think you love. Like, my first husband. Everybody told me not to marry him because, you know, it wasn't going to work out. We were too young. It was bad news. You know, he went through a lot of issues when he was growing up with some stuff that happened with his parents. And, you know, it just was not going to be a healthy relationship. And, I mean, all the people who were older that I should have listened to because they had already gone through um, stuff themselves Mm -hmm. saw the writing on the wall. But me, being, you know, in my 20s, was just like... I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to prove to you that you're wrong. And he's a good guy. I know who he is. I can change him. Right. And so I think when we're young, we always have this like, you know, unfailing hope that if somebody loves us enough, they will change. And that is just simply not true. Well, I have a question. What were you trying to change about? 
Um, so part of it, that's a really good question. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Although this was like over 20 years ago. <laughs> no, so part of it was he was very shy. He was not bubbly and outgoing. We would go to concerts and he would just sit there like he was terrified to be around other people. Gotcha. Um, I mean, he's a true introvert. Gotcha. Um, once he, you know, gets to talking to people or if you get some liquor in him, mm -hmm. he's the life of the party. Mm -hmm. um, probably the most I ever saw him let loose and be free of his, you know, constructs was when we went to a 311 concert. And we had seats that were right on the floor and so the lead singer was just like getting everybody to go out onto the floor and dance and, you know, have a good time. And I was just like, by God, if you're not going to get out there, I'm going to get out there. And so I just kept pushing and pushing. We had a little bit of beer and he got out there with me. He danced. And I mean, I saw him turn into another person. And I was just like, that's who you can be. Right. And so there was a piece of me that thought I got him there. I can get him farther Ooh. and I can take all that stuff off of him that he puts on himself because... I guess I thought that I was more special than I am. Right. Maybe I had an inflated self, an inflated sense of self. But two, maybe I thought that, you know, he loved me enough to get out there and do that. Maybe he'll continue to do it because he says he loves me more than anybody in the world. Right. So why wouldn't he, right? But right. it wasn't about me. It was about him. Right. And I can't change him. I mm -hmm. never could. Mm -mm. I mean, I can't change anybody. So I think as women, we have to understand that if we're getting in a relationship with somebody, once we get to know them well enough that we feel like we know who this person is, you're not going to change them. So if you can't live with that, go ahead and leave. I'm sorry. Five red flags is too many red flags as it is. Agreed. Because I'm going to tell you, with the last one, like I said, I met his representative. Mm -hmm. But then the only thing that I wanted was him to be a good father figure for Therian because, mm -hmm. you know, they always say it's hard for a woman to raise a man. But... I've done okay so far, but there's yeah. things that I need to get him to teach him that I can't teach. Him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was looking for that, and I was looking for somebody who was stable. Yeah. Mentally and emotionally stable. Mm -hmm. Well, he wasn't either. Yeah. So I was looking for that, and I was looking for someone who just wants to be with me, do the family thing, you know, do things like most people do, take trips and hang out with other folks and be a decent person. Yeah. Because he was, you know, he was a great person. He's he's funny. Oh, yeah. That Halloween we went out, yeah. we were about pissing ourselves laughing. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Hell. But then I met, his, I, I met the real him. Yeah. And then it just wasn't what, this wasn't what I was looking for. Right. Right. And so, and I didn't sign up for that. But then whenever I kept trying to break things off, it was like, did he, he would show me what I wanted. Right. Just long enough. That's what happened with my first husband. Like we would go to counseling and he would give me what he felt like I needed. Right. Just long enough to reel me back in again. Right. And so, and I don't want to talk about him like he's a dog because we should not have gotten married. We were too, right. too, you can be opposite and still make it work, but we were way too opposite. Right. And, you know, there were only a couple of people in his family that actually liked me. Mm -mm. So that doesn't help because his mother told me that I was worldly. And I'm like, why? She's like, well, you're from Atlanta. And I was just like, why is being from Atlanta make me worldly? This make, that just makes me from Georgia. Right. Well, it's just not like that up here in Lebanon. And I'm like, how's it like? 
So like the whole you're worldly, that's always stuck with me because I've never understood like worldly. I've not even gotten out of the Southeast. How can I be worldly? Farthest I've ever traveled is fucking Florida. I'm not worldly, okay? <laughs> but yeah, so um, I think that definitely, my, my dad didn't like him. Right. He learned to love him. He did because I did. And I had a really good dad. But I will tell you, my dad was raised by a very staunch conservative mm-hmm. English teacher mm-hmm. or a history teacher. She was a teacher. Mm-hmm. But she was very proper okay. and it's manners, manners, manners. Gotcha. And his father was very much like how he was. Mm-hmm. And so daddy met mom crawling under tables looking up girls' skirts. I remember that. I mean, my dad was a player and he even admits that he was a player. Mm-hmm. But when he got old enough and he met the right one, he settled down. So if you're with a guy, who ain't settling down, he ain't the right one. Well, you know, I feel like that's the thing. When you meet somebody and they they calm that lifestyle down Mm -hmm. for a little while, then what do you do? You just ride the wave. You ride the wave. Mm -hmm. You really do. Yeah. But it's just like, what do you, I mean. I mean, CJ was a player before he and I got together. I mean, he was. He, you know, he was out there living his best life. Sowing them oats he didn't sow. <laughs> it was more than that. I think, wait, because he was supposed to pick up Zeri on like a Wednesday or Thursday. And they yeah. Would, they would go to, you know, the little video, the video place. And, and place Evolve. Oh, I was like, the video place. Did he take him to the no-no section? Why is my mind? I seriously have the the mind of a 14-year-old boy. I swear to God I do. Because it always goes to the worst, most inappropriate place first. (laughs) Son, I'm about to make you a man. (laughs) I feel like, now. (laughs) He'd be wanting to go to his dad's more. We like to go to the video place, Mom. (laughs) I'm going to teach you about life. But, you know, it's just, I, I, I understand. I, I mean, I do. Yeah. And, I, and it took me this long to understand. Yeah. And it took me this long to to realize what I don't want. And mm-hmm. I mean, it took me this long to realize what I am going to put up with. Yeah. And what I'm not going to put up with. Right. Because I put up with some bullshit. And see, with the last relationship, my parent, my mom didn't like him. Yeah. She tried. Yeah. She tried. But my, my mom didn't like him. And so he would always say, Well, we're gonna be together anyway. I don't give a fuck who like your excuse me, well fuck it. I don't give a fuck Girl, who like me. Listen to these podcasts I, you hear on I know that's why I stopped. I'm trying to drop back tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I stopped. And she was he's like, I don't give a fuck who like me. I don't care if your mom don't like me. I don't care if your cousin don't like me. I don't give a damn. It ain't gonna stop me from being with you. Well, you know what? It does. Yeah. That does. You gotta have some family buy-in. You do. Yeah. Because if you don't have any family buy-in, you kind of are on your life draft. It is. And it was, it, I, I'm going to tell you, it's hard around holidays because like the last two holidays. Oh, it makes everything awkward. The last two holidays, the last two Christmases, I've had to be here. Well, well, well I had to be, no, the, I take it back, not the, I had the one Christmas I was at home. The mm-hmm. one Thanksgiving, the last two Thanksgivings, I was at home. The mm-hmm. last couple of Fourth of Julys, I was at home. And I'm used to being at my parents' house. I'm used to right. being with my family. And it was hard yeah. because he wasn't allowed to come to my parents' house. Yeah. 
And so it was And then you're getting hard. it from both sides because I'm sure he's bitching and your family's bitching. And it's just like, now I have to pick. Right. And it puts you in a and, really shitty situation. And the sad part about it is I never really picked, but I it's one of those things you always say, pick and choose your battles. Yes. It's one of those things that was easier for me just to stay at home, even though it wasn't a big deal for my parents. It was just easier for me to stay at home and go and come and I stay as long. Because normally, um, all except this year, normally we stay at my parents Christmas Eve. Right. This year, I had to work Christmas Eve. And so, and I had to work New Year's Eve, New mm-hmm. Year's Day. So usually I'm off. But usually, you know, I'm at my parents' house. We're right. at my parents' house. Because we usually, I usually get Zarian from you guys. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. And so we're there. And, you know, I, I come back Christmas Day. But it's it was especially hard these last few years because I felt like I shouldn't have to have picked or had to choose between my parents or the man in my life at the time. And that's hard, especially when, you know, he's looking for that relationship with my parents that right. he had. And then he ruined it. Then he ruined it. Yeah. And so it was hard. Yeah. So I will say I totally understand how that feels because when my my first husband and I split up, I thought about all the times that I picked his family over mine mm-hmm. because it was pretty much put on me, we have to go to my family's. Mm-hmm. And so you get out of that relationship and you look back and it's almost like time lost. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, that's a really tough decision. And then after you make it and things don't work out, it's just like, well, shit. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's kind of like part of why I guess I always try to when people ask questions like that, girl, love yourself and then you will know who is the right guy. Right. I'm going to tell you, you know, a friend that I work with, happy birthday, Kendra. Um, Happy birthday, Kendra. I don't know you, but happy birthday. My friend at work told me today and she said, and she read this from, she's, she's a, she, her and her husband are really great Christians. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that I'm not, I'm just not there yet. Yeah. But she told me today. I think there's like levels of Christianity. I agree. <laughs> that this Bible saying, he, the man, he who finds a husband, oh, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Yeah. That's it. She's like, that's where people go, get it wrong. They, women go looking for men. Yeah. The men should find them. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's really true because, um, I mean, if you think about it, because like, I wasn't really looking for, um, I think by the time I had gotten married the second time, I was looking for companionship, right? right. And so I just found the wrong one. Right. And then when we got divorced, I was just like, I am going to go out there and live my best life and I'm not getting tied down. I am literally going to do what I should have done in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And CJ found me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, of course, already knew each other and we were friends, but I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that it would have turned into what right. it did, especially when he was like coaching me through like the crazy shit that I was going through in my divorce before we even started dating. It never dawned on me that it could turn into a relationship right. until it did. And I was just like, okay, well, let's just see what happens here. This right. is crazy. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't looking for anything. And that goes along the lines of people saying, if you stop looking for it, it comes to you. Right. Kind of like if you build it, it will come. Yeah. You have to build yourself up for it to come to you. Exactly. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you, I went looking for the last two. Mm-hmm. And 
and and I went looking simply because I I just wasn't I guess I wasn't happy within myself yeah or I wasn't fulfilled and, and you may have just want companionship and that's what it was I just wanted companionship and sometimes when you really want that companionship because you're lonely you don't you can't see the forest for the trees I couldn't yeah I found a whole bunch of bullshit that's how I ended up in number two I found a whole bunch of bullshit. I was a lonely girl. I know, but that's that that's true. Yeah, seriously, that is so true. And you know what? That's why I told you a few weeks ago that nobody is beating my my representative. This mm-hmm. is me. Yeah. And you know, and some people may look at me as being harsh, but this is who I am. Yeah. But if somebody loves you enough, they're going to be okay with it. Yeah. Some people need harsh. They're, you're going to find yourself a guy or he's going to find you that needs that in his life. Right. But you, And I'm going to tell you, the last one chose me because of the, because I am a nurse and I am naturally nurturing. I am that person. But you can't nurture somebody. You can't nurture... Uh-uh. No. You, you can't, can't nurture, nurture the bad out of somebody. Well, that too. But you can't nurture a, a rock. Right. You can't because it's unmovable. Him. It's unmovable. Mm-hmm. And he liked what I was at work. And not saying that I'm not that same person at work. But when you bring out the bad in me, mm-hmm. how can you expect me to nurture you? Right. That's a really good point. That's some sage stuff going on right yes. now. You bring out the bad in me. He yeah. brought out the bad in me, Kelly. Like, I've said some of the harshest shit to this man mm-hmm. that I would never have said to anybody. Yeah. But he brought that out of me. What's the worst thing you ever said? I hate you and I hope you die. Go play in traffic. So, <laughs> okay. How do you feel about that now? I'm not laughing at what that you said, just to go play in traffic because kids mm-hmm. say that all the time and I'm just like, oh my God, would y'all stop no, saying I, that shit? Like, I meant it. Yeah. Um, so, looking back on it now, how do you feel? And I'm asking because I'm going to tell you the worst thing I ever said. Do I regret it? At the time, no, I don't regret it. When I look back on it, yeah, I regret it because I would, I don't, I don't hate anybody. I strongly dislike. And then you know, after everything was said and done, he was like, "Do you really hate me?" I said, "No, I don't hate you. I just dislike the things that you do and the way right. that you act. I dislike your actions. Yeah. I don't hate you. I hate things that you do." Yeah. Because the Lord says you shouldn't hate people. Right. I don't hate anybody. Yeah. But I just hated the things that he did and the way he treated me. But he was like, and he would always be like, well, why come you can't be this way with me? Why come you can't be this like you are with this person? Mm-hmm. Well, you bring out the bad in me. Yeah. You bring you bring these things out of me. Because I'm not naturally this way. I, as he always tell me, I was rah-rah. I'm naturally not rah-rah until you bring it out of me. I would be like, how come you can't be who you told, who you represented yourself to be when we first got together and who I fell in love with? Right. And I'm going to tell I you. I mean, it's the same thing. You know, and I, and I had one, I, you said, you try, you try to do that Jedi mind trick on me. And well, I was, all girls do that. Well, no, he was trying <laughs> to do that Jedi mind trick. And I told him, I said, quit trying to do that Jedi mind trick. Gas, gaslighting? Honey, no, it was the, it's not the gaslighting. It's the fact that. I'm doing this because you make me you make me think this way. Lord have mercy. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Or Dis- I'm not really doing this. Displacing. Yes, displacing. Yeah. You're not doing this. 
I'm not really doing this. It's, it's you. No, that's not a that's a damn Jedi mind trick. Uh-huh. Would you stop it, boy? <laughs> that's that's called not taking responsibility for your actions. <laughs> and I think that's something that a lot of women have issues with because every time I got into a fight with my second husband, it always turned into everything that I'm doing wrong. Of course. And then it got to a point where I was just like, hold up, motherfucker. We're not talking about me right now. We're talking about you. If you've got issues with me and you haven't brought it, brought those up, that is your problem. That is not my problem. You should have said something a long time ago. That is a you problem. I don't, if you don't tell me what I'm doing wrong, I don't know I'm doing something wrong. Therefore, I can't fix it. That is your problem, not mine. Until you tell me, but we're not going to talk about this when I have an issue with you so we can take the heat off of you, you narcissistic person, so that we can, you know... Fight in circles all the time, over and over again, and never come to any conclusion because you don't want to hear what is wrong with you because you don't want to change. Right. And, I mean, that was always, always the constant battle between us. And I was just like, if you want to be validated, you have to be able to validate. Right. It is that simple. And if you can't validate, then don't pick fights. Right. And I'm going to tell you, because I have my days where I'm... I'm not the best person. I'm not my best bit. And I think a lot of that is either I'm tired, I'm overwhelmed, but normally, naturally, I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. But when you push me, yeah. and like I like I told him, you, you're, you're backing me into a corner, so I'm coming out swinging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you keep pushing me, I'm going to keep coming at you with whatever I got. I mean, I think everybody's like that. I think there's only so much anybody can take, especially when you have the responsibilities of working a job, raising a child, taking care of a house, making sure dinner's on the table. I mean, there are so many things that we have to do as mothers that a lot of people don't take into consideration. Our job is fucking hard. And society has put this role on us that we have to do it all. And so we grow up convincing ourselves that we can't ask for help because we have to do it all. Right. And especially when you're a single mom and you don't always have somebody with you, you're always doing it all anyways. You're right. You do. So, of course, when you get backed into a corner and you're going to come out swinging, yeah, because you've already got all the pressure that's been put on you as a person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's completely normal. Right. They just need to know better. Right. They need to know when to quit. That, you know, and it was funny because there and I was like, there you should tell them, you don't know when to leave mom alone, man. Because you remember that, Zary? Because he was like, and I'm going off, and he was like, well, what did I do? What did I do? And I was like, Zary, because Zary can hear it. I'm like, Zary, what happened? What's the problem? And he was like, she asked you to leave her alone. You just won't leave her alone. You keep coming at her. Like, mm-hmm. quite literally, like, what's the time? Right? Y'all like, I'm going back for it. Like, you know what? I'm Ali 5000. I'm not going to use strong language. Break you. I'm going to my room. He's so animated. <laughs> Well, did he slam the door? No, I slammed the door. Oh, oh, you're being your mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then she'll be in there. She'll be like, "Babe, what I do? What I do, baby? Wait, what? Why you act like this? Yeah." Then, then she'll, then she'll tell him. Like, Man, I'm gonna tell everybody right now: if you're fighting with your partner and they ask you to give them a break, give them a fucking break. Unless you love drama. You love stirring shit up. Give them a break because I'm going to tell you right now, the only thing you're going to feel is like shit if you keep it going because it's just going to escalate it. And unless you just love drama, when people tell you to leave them alone, leave them alone. Kelly, I don't know how how plain you can 
when somebody you said somebody leave me the fuck alone. Well, you're not gonna get answers out of somebody oh, who's mad. I kind of feel like this is simple math. Yeah. I kind of think this is like you know kindergarten dumbing it down shit. When somebody is mad, they are not going to give you what you want. No. So just leave them alone until they cool off. That's why I don't fight anymore. Exactly. Because I'm nasty when I fight. Me I have too. to stop because I don't want to be that person. And you know what? I told him, I told him, the last thing that I told him, Kelly, you know what? You're, I'm, I've let you destroy my peace. You are no longer going to destroy my peace. I'm going to yes, have, girl. I can't tell her I'm going to have peace in 2020. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have peace in 2021. But I meant this By God, year. I'm having peace in 2022. Get out. <laughs> I'm going to have peace in 2022, honey. Yes. Because you're not getting ready to destroy my peace because I shouldn't have to come home mm-hmm. and deal with your bullshit. In my house. In my house. Yes. But you know what? I'm missing one thing. What's the worst thing that you said? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the worst thing I said, we were already divorced. And it was a fight over um, his wife doing something nasty to probably Sophie because they fought all the time. And he wouldn't take up for his daughter. And I said, you know what you are? You're a worthless piece of shit. It might not seem like a lot, but telling somebody that they're worthless, that they have no worth. So CJ and I were actually talking about it last night because he told me the worst thing that he ever said to his Mm ex-wife. And I'm not going to tell you. No, but, um, and he said, I feel horrible about it. He said, you know, at the time, that's, that's how I felt. And he said, and if I go back and I think about it, that's exactly how I felt. He said, but I feel bad for allowing her to push me to that point. Right. And I was just like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Right. Is you feel bad. And I do feel bad for the words that I said, because he's not worthless and he's not a piece of shit. I let my anger take control of me instead of me controlling myself. Right. But you know what, Kelly? Sometimes people push you, and they keep pushing you, and keep pushing you, and keep he didn't, pushing you. But he didn't push me. His wife did. Okay. And I took it out on him. But you know what? That's me. What did you tell her? Control your... Control your... Control your bitch. Put your bitch on a leash. Put your bitch on a leash. Yeah. Because the thing about it is... What, son? There's, this is it. You put your bitch on a leash. I mean, but you know what? Sometimes you need to listen. Yeah. Sometimes you need to listen. Yeah, sometimes you need to put your bitch on a leash. <laughs> For real. Yeah. But. I mean, I, I was so angry at the time. I felt like I was justified to say what I said. Yeah. But looking back on it now, I feel like there probably were better ways to deal with that. Because when I said that to him, I'm sure he immediately cut me off of his I give a shit list not that he and he may not have given that much of a shit to begin with but if he did give an ounce of a shit that ounce was gone yeah so any weight that I thought I might have had when it came to him taking up for the kids right I fucking killed that shit that day right and you know Kelly I just think that we get pushed so far Mm -hmm. and then we're not and we feel that we're not hurt so therefore I'm going to make you listen. So, yeah, no, you you bring up a really good point. I think everybody needs a certain set of um, validation in their life. Especially when we're hurting, we want validation. But we also, I think CJ and I talk about this too, validation can be used wrong. There are some people who are victims Mm -hmm. and they use their victimization Mm -hmm. as an excuse for validation. You're right. And so you can't be a victim and expect to be validated when you can do something about your situation. Mm -hmm. You choose not to. That's not validation. Mm -mm. 
validation is when you're really hurting on the inside over something that really matters mm -hmm. and it's going to matter in the long term for that relationship mm -hmm. and you're not being heard and it's something that keeps happening over and over and over again you're on the fucking merry-go-round of you know hurts mm -hmm. and you just want to be hurt and that's so that goes back to the I feel statements and when you say I hear you when you say I hear you feel a certain way mm -hmm. and you would like for me to do something and I will do my best to do this thing that is validation it is the most rewarding sentence anybody can ever tell anybody in a fight right and that's when you know that you've been heard mm -hmm. and that you were important now of course actions speak louder than words they just validated you but validation goes so far also as to actually trying yep. to do those things right. but I do think that in this society and how um, things have been turned around when it comes to communication, it has gotten to a point where victimization turns into validation. Yeah. So I think that's a good topic for one day down the road. <laughs> Maybe in season two. Yeah. When we talk about teenage kids. <laughs> yes. I mean, these teenage kids are a mess. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's been, it, it's, it's, it's a lot. And ladies, to, to really get back to where we started. You have to, one, love yourself enough to say it's okay to find a working man. Mm -hmm. It's okay to find a man who's going to work and give you everything that you need versus somebody who's going to, who has the money. Who's exciting. Who versus somebody that's going to treat you bad just because they got a little money and they know that they can treat you bad. Well, cool. Women adjust your expectations. You might feel like you shouldn't have to, but we do have to adjust our expectations. Because I'm here to tell you right now, long-term relationships get boring as hell. But if you're with somebody that you love and somebody that treats you right, it's a different type of boring. It's, it's, not, even, it's not even really a boring. It's like we're taking care of kids and we're working and there's not a lot of stuff going on with us right now, so we have to take time for ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, marriage in a lot of ways does become monotonous. Mm -hmm. But when you love somebody, you don't mind the monotony. You don't. And that's okay. And you're still going to be there the next day and the day after and the day after and the day after because that person is worth the monotony. You're right. So I think that we have to be able to prepare ourselves for the fact that it's not always going to be hearts and roses. No. Not all, it's not always going to be exciting. And that honeymoon period, that honeymoon period is just that. It is a honeymoon period. It can come and go. You might lose it, but it can always come back. But it ain't going to come back if you don't work for that relationship. Yeah. And that's the thing. You have to work for it. Mm -hmm. And most people, I don't think most people want to work for it. It takes two people. It does take two people. Because I look at my parents. When my parents have been married, they will be married 50 years in June. And you have to think about that. That's 50 years they have been with that one person. And you have got to know there have been some times where they were just like, oh, God, another day. Yeah, but 50 years. But there's that love. There is that love. And then there's ex there's acceptance. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you, my daddy had to accept the hell out of my mama. <laughs> that is what I say about my dad. And he loved that woman 
more than any. I mean, he took up for her when she was wrong. And I was just like, how in the hell do you do that? Because I love her and I don't want to deal with her. Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, he accepts the hell out of my mama. Because I'm going to tell you, there's been times that she's just going off on him. And I'm looking at him like, daddy, say something. And he's just like, oh, no, nah, it's how better if I just be quiet. Well, no, you know, he's a, you know how your mama is. I'm like, daddy, shake her, do something. Yeah. Because my dad's motto is, I don't, I won't hit a woman, but I'll shake the shit out of her. <laughs> Sometimes we need to be shaken a little bit. <laughs> Not stirred, but shaken. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, there, you know, Zary, just like I do, there's been times that Papa should have just shook the shit out of Nana. But so, he just, he just, I, I think. Whenever Nana yells at him, like, whenever I was young, he's like, why don't you say anything? Right. Why don't you say anything? say anything? He's like, turn, <laughs> because he knows how to choose his battles. He, he, right. he knows where he wants to sleep and how he doesn't feel like he's So he just sits there and lets it happen. In other words, he's picking and choosing his battles. Yeah. You know, he he loves your her. nana. He loves her. And he accepts her for who she is. That's the truth. And so he has to. He. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Because whereas if that would have been. if. Shoot, I would have said something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it, that's where it gets different because the newer generation, we're gonna say something. Yeah. Whereas the older generation, because they have been in it in the game for so long, yeah. they just pick and choose their battles. Right. I don't think it's a generational thing. I think it's an age thing. I think you, the more you grow up and the more you mature, yeah, the more you learn. And I only say this, I'm projecting. This is just me. It mm-hmm. might not be like this. But I think the more that you grow up mm-hmm. and the more that, you know, you see what is important, what is worth fighting for, right. and what's not worth fighting about, mm-hmm. you pick and choose your battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some shit that you were willing to let go. For real. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I would have shook the shit out of my mama. I love her dearly, but I would have shook the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the go. Yeah. Shook. shook. Like, ooh, dog, I'm shook. Yeah. Like, that girl got me shook. I'm saying it right. I looked on Urban Dictionary. Okay, Urban Dictionary does not. <laughs> yes, it does. Go look up what my name means. It means on Urban Dictionary, but spell it right. It means I'm the giver of massive boners. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's K E L E I G H. Go look it up on um, Urban Dictionary. Mommy's I am. Everybody loves Kelly. Everybody loves Gracia because she is the girl. Who, your dad? No. Oh, your dad's is freaking his your dad's matches mine. All day long. That's why we're together. Dad's just funny he's just No, I'm saying his urban dictionary definition for his name. I have to go back and look. I just remember when he read it, I was just like, oh snap. Oh fine. Yeah. But I mean yeah, I would have shook, shook the shit out of my mouth. Have you looked your name up on Urban Dictionary? Girl, let me look at it. Let me tell you what it says, girl. Look it up and read it. I am, girl. We're gonna okay. So we we had another topic that we were gonna talk about. We'll talk about it next week, but and we'll give you a hint towards the end. But before we do that, we're gonna look our names up and read them on Urban Dictionary. And I suggest that everybody stops what they're doing tonight. You go to Urban Dictionary, put your name in, and read the definition. Lucretia, the most amazing girl you'll ever meet who will steal your heart the moment you see her. Gorgeous, beautiful, and oh so lovable. For real. 
If you are fortunate to meet her, please don't be awkward. Don't let her slip away. Remember, she's all, she'll always tell her that always tell her that you love her, and don't make the mistake I made and go confess your love. Yep. Woo woo. Yep. Hold on, just a second. <coughs> I know. I'm lovable. You did a good job. So I'm proud. You don't need Jorge. You don't even know his brother. Okay, here you go. Kelly usually describes girls with a killer weave <laughs> and the giver of massive boners. <laughs> <laughs> this girl is so damn fly. I hope that one day I can be as fly and bamf like her. Bamf is badass motherfucker. What? Person, I have a hard time paying attention in class. There's a Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's look up a Zarian. I read that and I was like, Yup, that's me. <laughs> Zarian, a man too with long hair. Wait, a man too with long hair who sits at his computer all day. Yeah, it is. Bam. You've already looked your name up. Did you Zarian today? How many times did you Zarian today? Wait, How really? Zarian are you? <laughs> Why does it say a man too with long hair though? It should say a man with long hair. I know. Why do they add the two? Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, whoever put in your definition yeah. don't English. Yeah, they, they think Arabic. Arabic. Yeah. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Look at that. That's how I can't Look at the Yeah. Though. It's true, though. Mm-hmm. If it's on Urban Dictionary, it's true. Okay, so we've got about three minutes left. So, heads up. We spent all night on this topic. We did. So, well, I mean, it's a. It's a Good, important topic. Mm-hmm. Now, Zarian just don't want us to talk about what happened last weekend. Oh, oh yeah. No, we're, we're going to have to. So, next podcast, Lucretia and I are going to talk about how we co-parented together the first time with our son's stepson, bonus son, on an issue that... Took me by surprise. Took us both by surprise. I mean, y'all heard... Some of it because it interrupted our podcast. It really did interrupt. And we were just and we were like stumbling for words trying to get through the end of it because we were just like, "What the fuck just happened? Yeah, what are we gonna do?" Right. So next week we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. I feel you know who I feel sorry for. I feel sorry for Uker because he didn't get to finish that movie. No, because some of that shit. He's already seen it. Well then. Oh, oh he's Uker. a good friend. Uker. I don't feel That's so bad for Uker I, anymore. I love Uker. <laughs> like, we have cannon on him, but Uker is hot. I love Uker. it. Uker is probably best friend ever. That was very nice of him. It was. All right, guys, we're out. Y'all have a good week. We will see you. We will talk to you on Sunday. Yes, talk at you. Oh, no, wait. Is it next Monday, Margarita Monday? Are we doing Margarita Monday? Is the first Monday or the last Monday of the month? Every fourth Monday. Is it time? Yes, it's time. Okay, so next Monday, we're going to be doing our live Margarita Monday. So, this time, we're not going to have garage door problems. <laughs> no. We're going to do this shit right, okay, y'all? <laughs> we're going to get our pretty um, light outs. We're going to make sure that we're dialed up. Yep. We're going to have everything at an angle. Yeah, I'm going to play with it. <laughs> angles, girl, angles. <laughs> All right, guys. We are out. Y'all have a good one. Bye.